Welcome to the Inglorious Blasters Podcast, the Star Wars Legion podcast talking anything and everything glorious or inglorious about the game. My name is Corey, and with me today is John and Brendan. How's it going, Flyboys? It's going good. Happy 4th of July. Happy 4th of July. Flyboys? Yeah. No. No, you don't like that one? Nah, nah. Brendan, would you say you are Luke or Han? Me? (laughs) I'm definitely more of a Han. More behind. I'm, All right, I'm, then, uh, John's I'm not the Luke. as yeah. I'm, I'm not as uh, innocent and starry-eyed as a uh, as a Luke would be. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe I'll be Chewbacca then. Is he technically a flyboy? You do have a very thick head of hair and beard. I do. This, I think that's why I'll I'll just gladly take Chewbacca. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Alrighty, so this week on the podcast, we're going to be talking a little bit of a hobby segment, and then we're going to get right into our uh, Glorious or Inglorious segment. So that's the segment where we are going to debate on whether or not a unit is good, and that's going to be Obi-Wan, so uh, stick around, guys. So a little bit hobby talk. Uh, Shadow Collective came out, so um, I've been slaving away putting them together. Uh, (laughs) I bought four starter boxes. I was only going to go with three, but then uh, I got enticed with the fourth one. These The pikes are... Every time I build a list, I keep adding pikes to it. I think they're going to be really, really good. Whether or not um, whether or not they're in their own battle force or um, in, in addition to your regular battle forces, um, your regular armies. Uh, so then I just put on like some base layers and some initial colors, but... I still have a lot to go. Um, <laughs> I assembled all of them. Now I just have the awful, awful, awful job of painting them up. <laughs> you're, you're a lot farther along than I am then, uh, because I got I only got three of the uh, the box, uh, and so far I've only assembled two squads of Black Sun, and uh, one Maw and one Rook cast, um, and. You know, I, I was just putting them together this weekend uh, while I was away from home. And on the way back home, I, uh, I'm taking my case out of the car to bring it back into my house. And the lid comes off and drops everywhere. And now I have to re-glue most of the models back to their bases. <laughs> <laughs> Disaster. <laughs> so, you know, more gluing I is mean... in my future. It, it happens to the best of us. Um, sometimes it's just inevitable that models will drop. <laughs> yeah. Like, my spider droid... Uh, my spider droids have broken their antenna heads at least three times now on the same two models. So, <laughs> yeah, I just keep intense. trying to... I'm just trying to plastic glue it just to give it some life back, but who knows? Who knows if it'll last again? <laughs> Probably not. Uh, John, what about you? Anything? Or are you just waiting on your painting buddy? <laughs> just waiting on my painting buddy. So probably uh, early, mid-August everything will arrive. So I'm on a six to eight week delay, but they will come already completed and beautiful. Excellent. I'm a little jealous of that approach sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm very jealous of that approach sometimes because the mounds of unpainted plastic I have quite intimidating yeah i guess to be a lot <laughs> yeah it's kind of nice to uh to reach out i have a really good relationship with the com- commission painter that i've used now for a couple years um 
where I'll just uh, I'll say like, hey, I need four squads of pikes with you know, red, yellow, blue, green accent colors, and he does a phenomenal job with pretty much everything that he's painted for me. Nice, that's good. Yeah, yeah it's great. Meanwhile, I'm slaving away with a painter. <laughs> I know, right? We're the suckers over here. Yeah, apparently. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm taking a little paint bit it with of a, a break. <laughs> If I can't paint it with a two-inch brush, I can't paint it. <laughs> oh, right, yeah. right. You're the terrain master. <laughs> terrain master. Dry brush master. Not even there, just dry brush master. <laughs> yeah, I'm taking a little bit of a break from painting the, like, the actual like, miniatures, and I'm actually painting a vehicle, which I, I don't normally do. So it's it's been a real difference for me. That's yeah. cool. So what, what vehicle? The lat. Ooh, awesome. You gonna drop in some Vader? That's the idea. I think that That's could be some fun. You know, I I know you know Corey's already had a lot of fun facing Vader in a lat. Oh, so. I have a lot of PTSD from that. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so I figured, hey, it it sounds fun. I, I want to give it a try. And the the lat's one of the the few things I have left unpainted for the uh, Empire. So gotcha. I'm going to Same actually. Same. I need to paint mine. I've been really lazy with it. <laughs> I, I do have to say, uh, right before I started painting it, I did get the new Army Painter Speed Paints. And these things are making it so easy. Nice. Yeah, that's good. They're, they're basically the same as GW's Contrast, but cheaper. And, a little bit know, cheaper. I, yeah. I've, I've literally done just a, a primer, uh, a dry brush, and then hit it with a couple of different grays and some blacks and the it's just pulling in and it looks so good already like i i just need to do finer details at this point <laughs> nice nice i love all these newer products coming out to help us out like i don't got time <laughs> right yeah I, anything to make it quicker as the name said speed paint it's it's going faster so i i am really looking forward to trying these on some smaller models to see how much faster i can then paint those nice looking forward to it nolan oil was a uh, was a go-to for me when i would paint 40k because you could prime it base <laughs> coat it cover the whole thing in nolan oil and then start dry brushing and, and stuff Always looked have to have nolan oil. yeah Lots yeah of stuff oil. looked really sharp too and i you know yeah. that was towards the tail end of my i painted 40k stuff for about 15 years which is kind of why I have PTSD about painting models. Um, and then also having two <laughs> small kids. Time is uh, not exactly I ha what I have tons of in the evenings. Time um, is valuable. <laughs> yeah, time is valuable. But the last like five years of painting, I felt like Nolan Oil was like this new amazing thing that at least I had discovered um, that expedited everything pretty significantly. Yeah, for sure. I love oh, yeah. Null Oil and then Agrax Earthshade, mm -hmm. which is the brown wash version. Yeah. Use those all the time. <laughs> They're both great. Alrighty, what do you guys say we uh, get to the Glorious or Inglorious segment? Sounds good. Sounds good. Uh, so, just a real quick, for those of you who are just joining us for the first time and don't know what this segment is, uh, basically it's uh, one of us is the judge on a unit card or maybe an upgrade card in the future we'll, we'll figure it out uh and then they're gonna judge uh whether or not it is glorious or inglorious and then one of us is gonna take the uh 
the opposing side, right? So I'll be taking Glorious for Obi-Wan Kenobi today. And then Brendan will be taking Inglorious. Uh, we're going to use about uh, three points on each uh, on each side of the argument. And then it's up to our uh, judge to figure out, you know, the answer for all the world. Figure it out. All uh, the world. Ju- all of the world. All yes, the world. this is an absolute. <laughs> this is opinion. definitive. <laughs> Everyone has to have the same opinion. <laughs> so yeah, we can go over. How about we go over Obi Wan's unit card really quick? Yeah, I can take that if you want. Okay. Yeah. All right. So uh, Obi Wan is a commander trooper unit, six health, three courage, red defense dice. Uh, currently at 170 points. He's got. Jump 1, Charge, Guardian 3, he's immune to Pierce, Master of the Force 1, and Soresu Mastery, which lets him defend using Guardian, uh, and he can use Dodge Tokens to basically have Deflect uh, on his Guardian rolls. He has two Force Upgrade slots, a Command slot, and a Training slot, and he's got his Lightsaber, which is double rainbows, a 2 red, 2 black, 2 white, which is critical two, impact two, and pierce two. Any speed two. Lots of twos. Lots of twos. The man of twos. Awesome. Uh, John, who do you want to hear from first? Huh. Judge John. Sounds like Judge a good uh, daytime television show. <laughs> I, will... <laughs> I will go with Brendan first. Who I already forget if you were on the glorious or inglorious side. So this is as is, is, uh, random as a coin flip. <laughs> I'm on the inglorious side of things. So bad. So, you think he's yeah, bad. I think yep. he's bad for the sake of this argument. Um, so, <laughs> um, Obi-Wan, compared to a lot of the other Jedi or Sith characters, feels underpowered. He's more expensive than Anakin and has a worse lightsaber, Um, you know, with two red, two black, and two white. He's arguably got the worst lightsaber in the game of anybody with lightsabers who isn't Grievous. Um, You know, uh, and he's only got the two force slots. I mean, you you really want three but he's only got the two to despite him you know being obi-wan kenobi i mean if he should have three but um you know (laughs) he might be like 20 extra points if he had three but (laughs) oh i yeah but he's already overcosted at 170 again he's he's more points than anakin and anakin only gets better as you play his command cards where uh obi-wan has really suffered from all the nerfs to the uh, Galactic Republic faction. Uh, again, he's the second most expensive commander that they have behind Yoda. Um, and his three pip command card has been severely nerfed because on it, uh, Obi-Wan issues orders to units. They gain surge tokens for each other friendly unit in range one of it. And now clones can only share one surge token per use. So it's creating a ton of surge tokens that are essentially useless compared to how things were in the back when all the surge tokens could be shared. Um, And then his two-pip card is great. It gives Obi-Wan a lot of dodges, 
But, again, he's the second most expensive commander in the game. And the idea behind it is to use those dodges to protect your other units. But this is a dice game. Things could go very poorly. And, you know, then you're losing a very expensive character to bad dice trying to defend less expensive units. And then his one pip, I, I know Corey's probably going to bring up that it's a great card, and it truly is. <laughs> I was going to um, say, don't you dare. Don't you dare. <laughs> there's there's one flaw to that card, and it's which is a double-edged sword. It's the ability to get a standby from the card is amazing. But... If you're up against somebody who wins priority on that turn or you don't go with Obi-Wan immediately because you want to use that standby and they go with their own force user, they'll just force push you and ruin the ability to use that standby. So it's an amazing card unless you're paired up against another force user. So Obi-Wan, overall, he's great if he runs into basically anything that isn't another Jedi or immune Pearson melee, in my opinion. And nowadays, too many people are bringing their own Force users or Magna Guard. And Obi-Wan is not going to do enough to get through Magna Guard. He, again, he's got the worst lightsaber in the game, and the Pierce isn't helping. I agree with a lot of what you said. Um, I can't fix the worst lightsaber in the game, but you can He's kind of a more supporty role in the sense that you want to be back um, with your troops. Ideally, he's there to just soak up the damage from rain shots, and then if some melee threat's coming through, let's pretend it's Magna or Wookiees, um, he's there to stop them for a little bit, not like a lot. Um, hopefully your ranged people will be there to um, uh, remove some of the wounds before he, like he actually, they actually get into melee range. Um, yeah, there's there's a lot to, lot to unpack with what you said, Brendan. <laughs> You're welcome. Um, yeah, but I could let's see. I'll challenge the two pip that you no. I think it was it was a three pip, right? His three pip is the one that gives surges, surges. right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, it's kind of like so. So I'll put it when I'm talking about Obi Wan. I you kind of have to talk about. It's like slightly cheating, but uh, I'm gonna take it. <laughs> So you have to kind of talk about uh, what else you bring to the army. Most of the time, you're going to bring Padme. And Padme is a great piece to have next to Obi-Wan. So if you just throw one of the orders onto Padme, um, she could share all those surges just like the clone troopers did back in the day. Um, Because of Obi-Wan. I don't... What's that? Because of Obi-Wan. Yeah, because of Obi-Wan. Because of Obi-Wan. Yeah. Yeah. Anakin. He doesn't want to see Obi-Wan with Padme. Oh. Uh, <laughs> uh, man, it's like they were brothers or something. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, but, yeah, he wants to just cheat on Padme, right? Or, or cheat with Padme. Cheat yeah. with Padme. Yeah. yeah. So I, I, think, I think that's the key to, like, using Obi-Wan a little bit better. Um, you, you just have to have Padme. Like Padme unlocks a lot of shenanigans within the um, Republic army. Um, it just makes Obi-Wan's token generation like a lot better and sharing like better. 
Um, so I think I think that's like my counter for that one for you. And then, I mean, yeah, hello there is a great card. Um, I think you're ideally running, you're trying to last first with that, not into a force user. Um, you're right, we are seeing some more force force users, but ideally you just run into like a shore trooper or something, um, and then just mop them up, <laughs> just oh, yeah. eat them for breakfast. Again, I admit it's a great card as long as it's not a force user. Yeah. Yes, I, I will 100% concede that one. <laughs> um, John, do you want to do you want to say anything with Brendan's points before I move on to mine? I guess I'm trying to be as unbiased as possible, and it was actually I was excited to do this segment when we decided on Obi Wan because after the clone trooper nerf, I started playing Obi Wan and probably played him for four or five games um, just to see like. You know, maybe I had a Force user. Maybe I get tokens from some of his cards. And pretty much all of Brendan's points were pretty much what I found. Like, I never felt like his lightsaber was reliable or overly potent, even when it did land. And I even looked at some stats on... Because there's no surge. So, on average, it's 2.99 hits without a name and 3.7 with a name. So, so you really fair, need tenacity. To, yeah, to be fair, right, which I'll, which I'll get into. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Obi-Wan does have critical two on his lightsaber, which is more than a lot of other lightsabers have. That is true. That should that should ideally be enough to, like... That yes. should be enough... Yes, um, disregard what I just said. Stuff. Yeah. <laughs> get out of here. Yeah, so basically he has surge crit, because you never really get more than... More than two surges. Yeah, right. disregard that point. This this whole argument is... It would be unusual if you got more than that. <laughs> yeah, right, I would yeah, call yeah. that dice variance. If I got, like, six surges, I'd be like, well, okay, dice game. <laughs> but in, in comparison to other Force users, I definitely agree with Brendan. Like, he never felt super crazy, like, when you would dive with him. And, like, so then I tried him more as, like, a support piece, but he never felt overly good at that either. So I almost feel like, I feel like Obi-Wan is, the challenge I had with him was, he's, like, sort of support and sort of aggro, but not, like, really good at either. So I'd almost yeah. just it, rather. It, yeah, yeah. Anyways, says... I think, I think, I think you're going to say things I'm going to say, so. All right. I'll... I don't, I don't want to cut you off, but. <laughs> I just don't want to be like I, I just don't want to sound like I'm gonna repeat the same things. <laughs> hey, I'm taking notes. I got everything Brendan said next to this frog head. Oh, good, good. <laughs> In not so many words, but <laughs> right, right, right. Just bullet points. Yeah, nice. Uh, let's see. So my first point is, yeah, he's um, he's a flexible force user. He has great up uh, upgrade slots with two force uh, two force slots, a command, and a training. So ideally, there's a multiple different ways you can kit him out. So for example, you could do the more protect style. So you can do uh, with your Guardian 3, you could use your protector. You can use force barrier. And um, if you want to keep dodges around, you got vigilance for that. Um, and then you can more gear him towards attack, right? So you can put on saber throw or burst of speed, depending on how you like to engage with your enemy, either at range two or, you know, super get in there. And then you have, you also have tenacity to upgrade your offensive abilities. His hello there card enables the more aggressive plays. So you could generate a good amount of tokens and standbys to use, right? Like that will enable the aggressive upgrades. Like that, like hello there is 
the the only aggressive play he's got. It's it's going to be the one that counts. Um, so that's why I think he can like he can flex into whatever your type of play style is, and I think that's kind of cool. So the second point I got is uh, Obi Wan is like, in my opinion, tailor made for protecting troops. I know I said he's, you know, he could you could do multiple ways, but he's a lot of his uh, kit comes with protecting troops. Um, and I was saying before, Padme helps with the token generating and um, sharing to the you know different units. Um, and I will say you don't have to guardian just clones, right? You can guardian uh, now pikes uh, along with you know Wookies as well, right? Um, Exemplar with from Padme is like a great help to Obi Wan. Um, just helps get those surges out more often. So for a third point, uh, I believe his greatest weakness in the past has been like range three trooper selections with the army, uh, and then at max you get like nine activations, and then that feels kind of bad. Um, <laughs> so I feel like this has changed a little bit with the Shadow Collective stuff. Uh, so before, before the Shadow Collective, he could stay at like range four, like where while his range three troops are a little bit ahead of him, and then he could still use his force barrier and guard guardian, right? But there's a lot of range four power in the game, coming from um, ideally the most broken faction, <laughs> uh, right? Which is droids. So that's like the tank and the spiders and then um, whatever uh, magna rockets, right? Uh, but now, if you add like some pikes into the mix, they have that range four gun. So he could he could sit around range five, range five and a half ish um, of his troops and feel a little bit more safe from return fire uh, at that at that range. Because if you want to, sh- if your opponent wants to shoot at Obi Wan, they have to cover more distance to get to him. Your gun line only gets stronger when like they want to approach Obi Wan, because then you can start using those pikes range threes or you know, your clone range threes. So I kind of came up with like a little list that I I think would be good. I haven't tried it yet, but essentially it's just Obi-Wan and a Capo and you got Padme and then you have three phase ones with one of them having an RPS and then three, three pikes with the range four gun and Echo. And that's 10 X and it's the more protect style. So it's got, so Obi-Wan has force push, force barrier, um, I threw aggressive tactics on and protector and then Padme and the capo have vigilance uh, for like seven seven ninety three and it's got like a bid. Um, I feel like with these newer changes, it's gonna be difficult to get any type of shot and like kill a unit. so uh, right so if obi-wan has the bid, uh, good luck good luck winning on an objective like sabotage the moisture evaporators where it's mainly about kill points. Uh, he will be using Guardian, Protector, Force Barrier, and loaded with dodges. The Pikes all have outmaneuver with the dodges of their own, and potentially more from Padme or the Capo. Um, and then let's pretend, you know, during the round, Obi-Wan has already used all those cards like Protector or Force Barrier. He can then, he can then, if it's turn one or two, you could, you could probably be pretty safe activating Obi-Wan um, in the middle of that round to just like, uh, recover, get those cards back, and then turn on barrier and protector again, and maybe add another dodge on top of it. So I think there's some real play here that got really introduced, and I feel like these changes will help him feel glorious again. Uh, if I can poke one immediate uh, potential flaw into the list you just talked about, you said you had three yeah, pikes in there? 
Yes. Uh, did you have an Underworld Connections upgrade? Because you are limited to two without it. You can only do two with that. Uh, so you'd have to drop one. Of I did. I did. Upgrades. I did not. But I could. I could add it. That's fine. Yeah, you'd have to drop one of the vigilance upgrades for it. So okay. It, it would cut back on your ability to save dodges, but it would. Other, okay. Otherwise, it, I, I mean, it's a small thing. I just want to throw it out there for the the listeners to make sure they understand the weird nuances of the list building now, because the game's getting complicated. Uh, in in the in the right way, but. Um, no, I mean, that that sounds like uh, a decent list, but it feels like a feels bad list because Jedi are, at least in my opinion, way less fun in a support role, and they're and hiding away from all the action. Um, nobody pretends True, to but have when you met playing me? with the lightsaber. <laughs> no, yes, I have. I'm just saying. Have you played against the AAT double spider list? <laughs> Yeah, I, I know it, it feels weird, but that's what that's what Obi Wan does though. If you if you watch him in like the shows and the, and the movies, right? He he's he's hanging in there with his boys, like just like deflecting and you know hanging, he does. hanging and out. It, it feels very to character. I I won't disagree. However, at the same time, this is the same character who beat a newly minted Darth Vader. And if you have him go up against Anakin or any of the Darth Vaders, it doesn't feel like you'll win in the one-to-one matchup. So it, it, I think he is lacking something thematically to be able to have a better shot if he has to go up against a Vader or Anakin in, in one-on-one. Uh, obviously, right. he, he's very thematic with the whole protecting his troops sort of a deal. But he, he is lacking something in terms of being able to beat other Force users. We've seen him beat Maul. We've seen him beat Anakin and Vader. It doesn't feel that way in the game. I agree. <laughs> like, it's it's just... Yeah. It, it, Clone Wars I, I, I'm working. With, I'm working with what we got, right? <laughs> no, I agree. Clone Wars yeah. Obi-Wan is very well represented. But the greater yeah. Obi-Wan character at the end of the Clone Wars and Episode 1, it doesn't feel like he's there. For for, for Guardian, I, I don't remember. I, it's been a while since I've played Obi-Wan or anything that's had Guardian. If he has, like, three dodges and he Guardians three, can he spend all three dodges or can you only spend one dodge? He can spend multiple dodges. Okay. Yep. If you got them, spend them. Yeah, I was thinking through the the synergies of your of the list you were talking about, Quarius, and I was like, oh, that's really interesting. Which on his two pip, when he gets a dodge token for every other friendly trooper unit at range one, yeah, it's you, like everything's his, invincible almost for that. <laughs> yeah, please use guardian. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Because he also deflects back on it, which is scary if you decide to you know guardian you know guardian use one dodge roll two hope for searches <laughs> <laughs> i might have to try and find a way to add a medic in there too like i know the medic's expensive but like like if you can heal at least one wound off of um obi-wan like that's that's awesome <laughs> yeah yeah oh, max are 20 points Ugh. <laughs> his wounds are so good so it's just the medics and Gar so expensive. 
Yeah. I think that the Guardian always... I remember playing a game against an Obi-Wan, and he Guardian three shots but failed both saves, and it was almost like then Obi-Wan was essentially neutered the rest of the game. Do you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Yeah. It, again, it's it's a dice game. I mean, So it always, like, scared... When I played him, I was always like, do I want to potentially take a wound on Obi-Wan to save, like, a Phase 1 or even Phase 2 clone? when they already have decent saves this is one of those decision trees you have to like figure out in the moment like Mm -hmm. and you're just trying to bake in like dodges essentially when you play obi-wan you want to bake in as many dodges as possible so that's why you need padme to help you out and then that's why i was thinking pikes have their own dodges so so like the less that obi-wan has to roll uh the better right yeah you mitigate so 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 uh... in in the in the moment you're like is this worth a guardian roll on Obi-Wan or not? So it's, yeah. it's just like a skill. It's like a skill level. You have to just try and figure it out. Yeah. So I played with Obi-Wan actually last week for a learning game. Uh, I was very, uh, and big spoilers for anybody who hasn't watched Kenobi yet, but uh, I was very influenced by Kenobi. So I, I brought a, an Obi-Wan list and a Vader list to, to teach somebody the game. Uh, and I ended up <laughs> playing the uh, the Obi Wan side of things, and so I had some fun. And I had a uh, a naked Phase One squad with portable scanners who were just supposed to follow him around and keep giving him a dodge token every round. <laughs> nice, yeah. These are again like any way you can give him dodges is like he feels almost unstoppable. When you make an Obi Wan list, you need to figure out a way to like confuse your opponent on who do you actually shoot. Do you shoot at Obi Wan or do you shoot at like the units he's supporting because if he's if you're shooting at the units you're you're um if you have if you're using barrier which i think is the correct move nowadays um yeah do you shoot at that and then does that do they have like out maneuver like pikes um you just want to make them full of like bad choices to shoot at i i will fully admit obi-wan is one of the units where he might not be the scariest unit on the table but he is the one who makes you overthink your targets more than any other unit. Because yes. <laughs> if he's got dodges, you really need to think about who you're shooting. Because shoot him yep. or somebody near him, and you could be seeing some blaster bolts back to the face. <laughs> and that's that's the beauty. It's a one out of six for uh, deflect, and that's instant. <laughs> yeah, there's no block in that. It does make me want to try some Obi-Wan padme list because i i did not play him any of those times with padme i love playing padme she works really nicely in the uh, the wookie list that i've been playing for a while i don't know if you take padme out of the equation though is obi-wan still which i think that's that's kind of my thing is like when i'm thinking about like is he glorious or inglorious if the answer is he's only glorious with padme you know what I mean? Like that, so that's right. kind of my hesitation when thinking through, like, him specifically, is he glorious or glorious, or is he really only glorious in combination with Padme? I, I will say he he is a lot scarier when you put him in a, in a double Jedi list, like, with Anakin. I have faced an Obi-Wan Anakin list before, and... That sounds like I, a nightmare. It, it was, especially since I didn't have my own Jedi. Um, so I, I was trying something different. I, I usually like having a Jedi. But uh, 
man, it is scary because they stick next to each other. So do you shoot Anakin and guarantee getting one wound back? Or do you shoot Obi-Wan and who knows how many wounds you're getting back? Who knows? <laughs> and whatever, you know, Anakin's got, once he has Exemplar, Obi-Wan can use. So I, there, there's no winning on who you're going to end up shooting as they run across the table at you. The thing I would say is Obi-Wan feels like a support character. If you look at him on paper, he doesn't look that amazing. You can run the stats on his saber. It's just he helps everyone else be awesome. That's his whole shtick from like Clone Wars. That's represented on this card. So that's why that's why I was kind of cheating a little bit, talking about all the other characters and stuff that you can add in to make Obi-Wan like be the best that he can be, like excel at what he's supposed to excel at. So I'll leave that up to the judge, but that was my yeah. thought process. If you if you want a fair if you, I'm trying to put his best foot forward rather than like just on his like worst foot forward, which is just on paper. <laughs> now I, I I will concede to to Corey. Yeah, if you look at Obi Wan in a vacuum, I I think we'll we'll say he's inglorious. But if you look at the potential he provides in how he can be built into an army, that's where the it starts to become an argument for whether or not he truly actually is inglorious or he's glorious. And now it's up to John to figure it out. It's up to John. Yeah, I am. Uh, if you think I'm intently staring at both of you on the uh, the Zoom, <laughs> I'm actually just <laughs> reading through all of his cards and Padme's cards simultaneously, <laughs> building lists because I'm like, wow, that's an interesting combo. I did not think about that. Yeah. Um. So at the very least, I'm interested to try some Obi Padme list, not in a competitive setting yet, but just. Just in just, just to, to try it, yeah, just to try it because every game I played with him, it was not uh, Padme was not on the table with him. Um, but at the same time, I keep looking at and I'm putting everything together, and it seems I don't know. I'm I'm trying not to be biased towards like Wookies or like looking at him, then looking at the Chieftain, and see, you know they're both a double rainbow attack, and the Chieftain is you know seventy points cheaper. Um, yeah, but he doesn't got critical. <laughs> or Pierce too. Or Pierce or too. Yeah, yeah, that's the big one. But uh, if I can throw in one more low blow for the inglorious side of things, the whole faction's too expensive. Uh, agreed. He, I, I think. <laughs> I think that's like what, so. As you were, what I was. My next thought was I kept looking at it, and I was starting with Obi Wan and Padme, and it's like okay, immediately two seventy. Yeah, up you're to, upwards of 300. But yeah, by the time you do force push, by the time you put vigilance on Padme, and then with just that 500 points left, and I've crafted a lot of Gar list, it's just like, ugh, like it what am I gonna? At that point. Yeah, I mean, but there is some interesting stuff with having the pikes and having a 66 point unit with a range four gun. So you threw in some very interesting things where I was starting to. Like, I immediately went into Tabletop Admiral and started putting together my own kind of, like, oh, yeah, what you could, could you do You could get to 10x. It's not it's not hard. And with a bid. Like, <laughs> I usually like to play with a bid, and this is uh, this playstyle looks fun. No, I'll agree. You're, you're, that list does look fun. Yeah, it does. It, it, kind of, it, it reminds yeah. me of what Palpatine and the Royal Guards do, where Palpatine has a Force Barrier, and then you got the Guardian. Um uh, also with protector it, it reminds me of that t combo except everything is all focused on obi 
and not split off on the not split off on the guard as well. I, I would agree. If anything, it's scarier than that Palpatine list because Palpatine doesn't have deflect. <laughs> yes, <laughs> good point. <laughs> I don't know. Pop's got, Pop's got the bomb, though, so... He does have Burst it. of speed bomb is pretty dumb. Let's uh, be real. Yeah, yeah it is. <laughs> I, I wish... I'm with Brendan mentioning the fact that, like, he doesn't have that third four slot. Because I think that would open up... I, I don't know. Because, yeah, you're right. When he has the two, you're like, okay, force push already spoken for. So, you know, you can build list with barrier. Uh, you can build list with saber throw, which would be more of what I'd be inclined to do for fire support reasons. But if he had three, then you could kind of, it adds to his flexibility. But at the end of the day, I kind of feel like, like if I'm going more melee, I think there are better options with the faction. If you're going more support, I almost feel like Padme can sustain that role by herself and you save, you know, 180 plus points on an Obi-Wan. At the detriment to everything you surround him with, because then they're more squishy units. But I also see the fact that, you know, between the Guardian and all the dodges, and then if you're talking Pikes, the outmaneuver and native dodge that they have, I think. So I I, I have made up my choice. I am going to go with Brendan. I agree, he is inglorious. (laughs) But if it's any consolation, (laughs) if it's any consolation, I do think it's. TBD with some of the the Shadow Collective stuff to see how he works with Pikes, and I'm very intrigued to see how he works with Padme. Um, I just haven't seen it. When I've played against him, I haven't felt threatened by him. When I've played with him, he felt lackluster to me. Um, So, but I'd be interested to try some of the combos that that you were talking about, Corey. But for now, I'm going in glorious. Nice. Alrighty, well, that's, that's fine. Yeah. I, good good job, Brendan, by the way. Thank you. I, he's not a bad unit by any stretch. We just want to make that that clear to everybody listening. But he he's he's just lacking that little bit to take him the next step. Little little extra something needed. Yeah, Don't know maybe, what yet. Maybe it'll get fixed with the next uh, a, a new errata to adjust points for the faction. Um, you know, maybe they'll decide he needs uh, a little extra love like they gave Vader in the last major errata. So, yeah, you know. that'd be awesome. He's they, not they, a bad unit or a bad him. person. No, he's definitely not a bad <laughs> he's person. A, he's a really good guy, let's be honest. He's just, he's swell, yeah. If anything, <laughs> nope, he had I think any, he should uh... at least get another force slot. He was a master on the council. Yeah, it. I would agree with that, yeah. It's just like, how do you cost that, though? <laughs> he, I'm not the, the game if designer. If no but... other points change, leave it as is and just give him another slot. <laughs> People would probably play him more then. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, I, what do you call it? Um, I mean, other other podcasts and other people have talked about this. Like, every time I go to, like, a tournament, everyone's like, why bother putting for, why bother printing Force Push when Force Push should just be automatically on the Jedi, like, at this point? Um, yeah. I'd rather just pay the extra 10 points and then just have those two four slots. Like, I think that would be the easiest fix. Like if you are like, if you have any uh, four slot upgrades automatically have force push, like they could errata that in the RRG or something. You don't even have to print new cards. Well, I, I, I like that idea in concept. I hate it because we have those nice new alt art force push cards. Uh, true. <laughs> <laughs> 
I will say I was disappointed that no one had any ridiculous points that they wanted to throw in just for the sake I'll be of honest. the laugh. <laughs> I'll be honest. I thought of some ridiculous points, but then I was as I was like going through it, I was like, actually, hold on. Obi-Wan's not bad. <laughs> like, he's, he's not terrible now with the no, Pike stuff. Like, he's... I'm... It looks fun. He he's if there was somewhere in between glorious and inglorious, he'd be there. That's right. But actually, on this show, we don't do that at all. Right. It's yeah. glorious you have to or pick a side, and yeah, yeah. I I kind of felt the same as I was listening to both your points <laughs> and kind of talking it through both aloud and to myself. I was like, I'm kind of split, but we did not talk in advance about if there was a middle ground. <laughs> so I would call it a forty-nine fifty-one in favor of Brendan. He, he's far from unplayable. <laughs> he's just maybe not competitively good. There's things that I forget right. he's too. So like close. So like close. when I was looking at his card, I for, I didn't even I wasn't paying that close attention looking at the uh, the critical two impact two pierce two, and I'm just like he doesn't even. Ser-. And it's just because I haven't played him in so long, and nor do I ever even look at him for list inclusion. So. If you're going to like the critical, critical two being on there, well yeah. To crit. <laughs> yeah, basically. I wish they removed one of his white dice from his like lightsaber and gave it like a black. I don't know. Like I feel like that would feel better. <sighs> I get rid of both white and make it two more black. Yeah, and you then know, you could keep the same red, points and black. still probably no one would play him. <laughs> I don't, I don't know. He yeah. yeah he rides such a delicate line of like if you do just the slightest tweak he could become right. broken but in his current state he's less than maybe it could be something as simple as just a, a reworking of his general kenobi card you know because it's giving out a lot of surges that unless you right. have an exemplar unit most yep. of those surges are going unused yep i'll i'll say it again i don't really play the republic but uh this list as i was like coming up with arguments it looks fun i would i would certainly give him a shot in the future Agreed. Oh yeah, definitely. Yep. It does look fun. Again, I, I just played him last week for a teaching game, and I had a blast playing him. You know, even though I was just teaching the game, he is fun to play with. Yeah, yeah. Force uses are just inherently fun. Yeah, absolutely. Lightsabers are fun. Already, any other final thoughts, gentlemen, before we wrap this boy up? I don't think so. I'll repeat: lightsabers are fun. Lightsabers are fun. All right, everyone, stay glorious. If you liked this episode and would like to interact with us, please like our page on Facebook, search for The Inglorious Blasters, a Star Wars Legion podcast, follow us on Instagram at SWL Inglorious Blasters, subscribe to us on your preferred podcasting app, please give us a rating and maybe leave a review. It would really help us out. Stay glorious, everyone.